Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 7 o'clock, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley behind the glass. You guys with us. 215 592 9494 gets you aboard the show. One hour from now, Sean Marash is going to join us. CBS Sports Radio, uh, the host of One Giant Step, Giants podcast for Odyssey, also with WFN in New York. What are the Giants doing? Are they going to play anybody? Um, and what does he think about this matchup on Sunday and potentially a playoff matchup between these two teams a few weeks from now? If the Giants beat the Vikings next week, and that's likely the playoff matchup in the NFC, I think the Giants are coming back here um, for the NFC divisional round because – you play it out, you know, the Eagles as a one seed would see the lowest possible seed remaining. And unless we think the Packers or Lions or Seahawks are going to go beat San Francisco, if the Giants do beat Minnesota, they'd be the lowest remaining seed, which also makes me believe the Giants aren't going to play anybody this weekend or show anything because they could be back here in a couple weeks with another matchup. So we'll talk to Sean coming up one hour from now. NFL picks, guess the takes. A same-game parlay over at FanDuel Sportsbook. And, of course, we'll try to guess the exact times and matchups for Wildcard Weekend. All coming up next hour. Until then, we chat. I believe the bye is more important than full health. How about you? And we'll play Explicit History. We give you a highlight of a game, a moment in, in this 2022 season. You tell us the name that is looped out. First, though, as the Eagles trend toward playing Jalen Hurts, let's hear what Gardner Minshew thinks of the Eagles starting quarterback, how he's looked this week. Can you tell us about how Jalen looked? Uh, he looks great, man. He, he's a freak. You know, he's right back uh, to where he needs to be. I'm um, excited to, you know, see him, whatever happens moving forward. It just, everyone's sp- speaking this week, from Brown to Minshew. Aren't they all saying what they can't say? Like, they, they're saying he's back. They, no one said this stuff last week. Like, no one, when, when they were asked about Jalen Hurts last week, even when he was limited, Tucker, no one spoke like they're speaking this week. No, I, I think everyone this week, from the Eagles saying that he's trending that way from AJ Brown yesterday. We played him talking about how good he looked in practice, how, how he looks back to himself to Gardner Minshew today saying, can't wait to see him back on the field. I don't know. Like I, I would be absolutely shocked at this point if Jalen Hurts wasn't on the field suited up on Sunday. I would too. Yeah. And I, and I don't look at this like, you know, when it's a knee or an ankle, you wonder like just by accident, there could be a setback. Like you stepped the wrong way. This is a shoulder. Um, I, you know, 
not not playing football between now and Sunday, I don't see how there'd be a setback. I, I believe he's going to play, and he should, because the bye is more important than full health for the Eagles. Steve's in Newark. What's up, Steve? Hey, how you doing? Good, how Steve. You doing tonight? Good, man. What are you thinking? Uh, well, there's more than one reason to play, Jalen. You know, you, you, the choice is basically, do you, do you want the buyer or do you want him at full strength? Well, I think if you want him at full strength, you better play him. Because if, if he's cleared to throw, he needs to throw. You know, you can't take a pitcher off for four weeks and put him right into a game. He's got to go have game play to get his arm up to game strength. It, it's the same for football. They can't, even with practice, your game is not, your ball, your arm's not at game strength without some game experience. In practice, it's very repetitive. They throw from the same marks to the same places, and they get that down real good. But in a game, you get knocked off your mark. You're throwing at weird angles with adrenaline. It's a lot more stressful on your arm. And if he doesn't get some game play, he will have gone five weeks without game play. His arm will be less accurate in, in the later parts of the first playoff game because he, his arm wouldn't be at full strength. If you want him at full strength, then he needs to play some. On Sunday. Well, it's interesting, Steve. If you go back and, and look at some quotes that other quarterbacks who have had shoulder issues, like shoulder sprains, they've kind of mentioned what you're talking about, that the, the, the hardest thing when they get back is finding their release point, their their accuracy, like getting feeling normal again. It's not so much the pain, it's not so much the injury, but it's like you're saying, like they need throws to feel comfortable again. So, yeah, I think there's something to that. Like we, they, they need, they need to get hurts, right? They need to get hurts comfortable for the first playoff game. You can't in a couple completely weeks simulate the game throws, right? In, in in practice, and it just, it, it just, it's almost worked out better. I mean, not only for Jalen. I mean, if they had won against Dallas, then he would have sat out for five weeks, and we wouldn't have Lane Johnson injured, and and we wouldn't have uh, Sweat injured but as far as Jalen goes uh, it's almost better now he gets to play against the Giants team that they're foolish if they play if they play their all their starters I'm not gonna have to play some of them but they're foolish if they put their full effort into this game so he probably can go in there and just play enough get ahead not completely wear himself out but build his arm back up to game strength this may be as far as Jalen's concerned this may have been the best scenario yeah if he had to get injured it could be it could as long as he comes out of this one you know feeling good it could be Steve you ready for explicit history okay all right Steve Steve sounds ready let's get let's do it uh what are we up to now Tucker's it's week seven uh week six against the Cowboys against the Cowboys let's let's let Steve hear it Hurts takes the snap he fakes he fires he's got who beats a man at the five and slices them for the touchdown. 15 yards. He's too strong to bring down. His moves have moves. The Eagles 14, the Cowboys zip. Was that Watkins? It was not. His moves have moves. Steve, we appreciate the phone call. It's a good narrow call. His moves have moves. Zip. Um... That was a weird game, that Cowboy. It was a Sunday night game against the Cowboys. Cooper Rush, Eagles got up big, and then the Cowboys kind of came back, but I never actually felt the Eagles were going to lose that game. So it was a weird kind of night. Yeah, they were up, I think, three possessions at halftime and then gave up two quick touchdowns. So that was when we talked about they, they couldn't close games. Right. The that, whole that was the whole second half, narrative at that point. Third quarter thing, yeah. It's funny how uh, seasons like this take on these weird – like three or four week stretches where we believe something so fully and then it changes. We haven't really talked about that in a while. The idea they can't score in the second half, that was only the second quarter thing. Uh, but that's a good call by Merrill there. His moves have moves. Let's talk to Jason in Sweetsburg. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's going on, Joe? How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. 
Uh, first off, I haven't talked to you since you've uh, you got the new sh- show uh, announcement. Just want to say congratulations for that. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Um, I just want to say, when it comes to the Hurts injury, like he's got to play. It, 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 it's that simple. If unless it's like a bad injury that we've just been getting lied to about, and that he's actually you know got more than just a great like a one grade one sprain, you know, a lot worse than that, then obviously don't play him if the chance of re-injury is high. But we're playing football. you got a chance to get injured every single time you step out on the field. So I don't understand the whole sentiment of, like, oh, he might get injured worse. He can get injured when he steps out on the playoffs in the first week. Like, it, that's just how Jalen Hurts plays the game. He always has a chance to get injured. And against the Giants team that should be playing their backups, I don't think he's going to get injured. I don't think he's going to put his body in harm's way to get injured. And I don't think Sirianni's dumb enough to call any design running plays with him. Well, I think the last point you made is is important, right? Like we have to trust that they're not going to be stupid about this and have him running through the tackles on third, you know, on, on third and three just to convert a first down in a game against the Giants' backups. Like th- this, this yeah. shouldn't be like it's not rocket science. And you go back to last year, Jason, when he came back from the ankle injury, he only averaged about like twenty yards rushing per game those last three regular season games he played. Like they were pretty cautious off the ankle last year. I think they'll do the same thing with the shoulder. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that is uh, manageable by the coaches to, you know, get done. And I can tell you right now, I've got a shoulder injury right now, and it's not anything like Jalen's, and it hurts terribly. Like, just just driving, opening things, like, it hurts. So I can only imagine, you know, what throwing would do to, you know, a shoulder. But it's been three weeks. This has been two days. You know, like, he's definitely – the shoulder's definitely at 75 80% if what Sirianni told us to begin with is true and that it's not a serious – you know, injury, and he should be he should be good to go. I'm tired of being complacent with Gardner Minshew, thinking we can, you know, win. Like we've already won something. We haven't won anything, Joe. No, so the difference between a, we're not talking about going from the one seed to the two seed. We're talking about going from the one seed to the five seed. We're yeah, and that is it's enormous. Advantage. I mean, it, it the idea of, of trying to go to the Super Bowl from the five seed it's it's hard. I mean, it is hard to do. Jason, you ready for explicit history? Oh yeah, I'm ready. Ah, oh, Jason's ready. Here we go. We are up to week number. Seven? Let's hear it. Hertz looks, fakes, still looking. He is going deep down the far side, and it is... Again! Another touchdown! 29 yards! Boom! Who made that play, Jason? Eagles-Steelers. Is that A.J. Brown? Yes, you hit it, Brown. 40 points in fantasy that week. Uh, you, You don't forget the 40 point days. Jason, we appreciate the phone call. You never forget your good fantasy guys. Will they help you out? No, and you never forget the bad ones either. Or at least I don't. Yeah, you never forget like when Tucker and I dropped Justin Fields in fantasy this year. Yeah, and then TK picked him up and wouldn't give him back, which I thought was really unfair. You know what? That's not what a friend would do. No. Do you think we win the league if we had kept Fields? I think so. Yeah, so Tucker and I had a tough year where a lot of injuries happened. Um, we, I mean, you'll get our top picks. Like, outside of Derrick Henry, who stayed healthy the whole year and we has lost. a shot at 2,000 yards from scrimmage. Who else did we lose? Our number two pick was Javante Williams, oh, right? Yeah. He's out for the year. Cortland Sutton, mm-hmm. he was picked pretty high. He just got blasted because he was on a terrible offense. I mean, we really had to kind of fluctuate between – and we lost Goddard for a good portion of the season down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, you look at our struggles down the stretch, it's because half our team got hurt. Yeah, uh, the WIP, the official WIP league this year was won by James Seltzer. He beat uh, our uh, brand manager, Rod Lakin, in the – By quite uh, a bit. He blew the doors off him. We had, we had a divvy up today to make sure uh, James got his uh, his winnings here. 
in our league. Yes, yeah, so Seltzer won the uh, the WIP Fantasy League this year. I won. I don't. I forget who won last year. Do you remember? I won. I won two years ago. I won the pandemic season. Oh, I thought you won last year. No, it was two years ago because Hertz coming in for Wentz. I picked up Hertz like the week before they actually put him in because I had you know we all had the sense they were gonna they were gonna change quarterbacks. And I put it. I just had him on the bench, and then I started playing him. And he, like the game he had against the Saints in Arizona, the Arizona one was a playoff game. So he won me the the fantasy championship that year. I, I don't remember who won last year. Might have been Turtle. Yeah. He seems to win a lot. Yeah, he does. Did you notice he said in that email yesterday, "See you next year." Doesn't work here anymore. <laughs> you don't get to leave and remain in the fantasy league. Are you going to reply that? He's going to let let things lie low for a little while. I'll wait till August when he starts emailing us yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this? Tom. Is in Alabama. What's up, Tom? Yo, Joe. How you doing? Good, Tom. How are you? Fine, man. Thank you. You know, Las Vegas is saying 14 points. That's a lot of points. I'm pretty sure they know something we don't, and that Hurts is going to be in there. And either way, he needs to be in there to get some reps. And if he's not in there, the injury is more serious than what we said. And anybody that calls this station or any other one, and saying they're going to get 13 days off anyway in between. But the difference between that buy and not getting that buy and having to go probably to San Francisco is winning the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't care who you got to put out there someday. It's all hands on deck. We need to secure this thing before we blow it. Well, and that's it. And if they blow it, you basically what you said is it. I mean, I, I, they will not get to the Super Bowl if they have to play three games. If they have to be the five seed and go on the road the whole time, that Tom, that'd be a disaster for a team that started thirteen and one. I, I'll, I'll take the bye every time. You know, somebody was saying about if if we have won this game, sweating wouldn't have got hurt. If we won this game, Lane Johnson wouldn't have got hurt. It's football, okay? There's injuries every week. We saw it worse than anything this week, okay? But this scared as candy as mentality where we're not going to play this guy and we're not going to play that guy. Hey, hits here for the taking, just like it was for the Phillies. If we when we win someday, all we have to do is win two games to get to the Super Bowl. It's like Bill Parcells used to say: the easiest way through is you win the division, you have the best record, and you get the buy. And the man was correct. He was, and we saw it five years ago with this with the Eagles. We saw it. They had the buy. They had the buy home field, and they got there with Nick Foles. That's the way to do it. Tom, you ready to play explicit history? Yes, sir. Oh, Tom's ready to go here. All right, let's go, Tom. It is the Eagles, and I believe next up would be Eagles-Texans down in Houston. Bills is back. Here comes the rush. He steps up. He throws, and it is intercepted. It is intercepted. It's down the left sideline and takes it to the 15. Well, he finds the ball. That's number five for him on the season. Tom, who made that pick? That's the big time, baby. Darius Slay. Oh, Tom, no. I mean, Slay's had a nice year, but that was not him. The hint there in the call was his fifth, the fifth interception for that particular defensive back. Now, he doesn't have that many more because he's he's been banged up for a little while here, but that was a big play, and, yeah, they took the ball away from from Mills quite a few times that night. Let's go to – I'm very excited for our next two callers here. One's got stats for me. I always like stats. And then we got a conspiracy theory on deck. Bill is up on WIP with some stats for us. What's up, Bill? Hey, man, I got to apologize. It's not so much stats. It's um, points, I meant to say. Now, first of all, 
the gentleman who called a couple calls earlier talking about kind of muscle memory is what he was getting at. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, sitting five weeks, if, if, if I can get some people to relate, um, anybody that exercises, you're bench pressing 225. If you take a month off, you're not going to go right back to benching 225. You've got to build yourself back up to it. And an athlete has to do that quarterback has to do that and and not only is it going to be, be arm strength but accuracy and confidence so that's number one number two garner Minshew. i live in florida they couldn't get well, they couldn't wait to get rid of garner Minshew. he's not the answer he's not going he's not cutting it throwing him back out this week is too much of a risk number three i keep hearing health or the bye week are we talking about just one player on this team? Is it, is it is it like a Bugs Bunny? You know, he's playing first base, second base, third base. Is Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts? No, Jalen Hurts. It, no, it's not. It's a, a team. It's a team. People. Right, it's a team. We've got a host of hurt people that aren't going to play this week because they're injured. And two extra weeks is going to be it, – it, it's, it's pays so many dividends for this team. CJ, uh, Lane Johnson, if we want to talk about his type of an injury – over time, the cramping, over time of the muscles because of the tear are going to start to relax, and he's going to be living easier with it. I don't know the full extent of it, but if it's more muscular tear, the muscle actually fuses together if it were two separate muscles. They'll fuse together if a tendon gets – I've had a torn bicep. So instead of a bicep, I've got a, a monocep because the, I tore the two, one of the two tendons, so the muscle – fuses together. It looks like a Popeye ball, like I have a tennis ball. But he may have something similar, and time is going to heal that. And these guys that we have out that are hurt are all part of that 13-1 and team. And everybody's talking about, well, I don't worry about Jalen Hurts in one game, and it's just, I don't understand it. He needs to be out there. We need those extra two weeks. Not for him. We need him for everybody else that's on the injury. Yeah, right and then to throw on top of that, I mean, it, it's a cumulative effect, right? You know, they'll have that buy, and then whoever they play as they move through the playoffs, whether it be the Cowboys, the Bucks, the 49ers, they will not have that buy, right? They're playing no. all these games. Exactly. Well, look at it, another thing. Okay, so he doesn't play at 425 this Sunday. Oh, we lose, and they roll us back out next Saturday at the 1 o'clock game. What are we talking about? We brought him five extra days? And, and, and with and with that, Bill, he has to quarters. right. And he has to practice all week anyway to get ready for yeah. that game. So it's not and like he's sitting around. Quarters to get his butt kicked. Yeah. Come on, people. Yeah. No, you, Bill. Hold your up. The buy is the most important. Bill, you ready for explicit oh, yeah. history? You want to play? Sure. I'll all right. That. Let's do it. Bill, you are up. Explicit history. What game are we at now? We're at the Eight. Washington game. Ooh, we're at the Washington game here oh, in November. All right. Let's let Bill hear it. He's back. He's looking. He starts to roll. He's being chased. He goes down, and he stopped shy of the 40. Now they're going to throw a flag. He went down, and then the Eagles merely touched him. Mike, are they going to call that penalty against the Eagles right they here? They are. They're going to call a personal foul against the Eagles because the quarterback gave himself up, and within a step, they still put a hit on him. Wasn't there was, It wasn't really, it wasn't really a, a hit. It was over. Personal foul. Defense. Did was tag him down. The officials should show some common sense. Maybe the most frustrating penalty of the season. Yeah. Bill, who was that on? I know we're talking football, but you guys gave me a layup. That's my, my personal hero, everybody's hero, Brandon Graham. 
Bill, you got it. It was. That was a – what a ridiculous ending in Bill Priest's phone call. To a frustrating night. I mean, that was a night you felt like they should win. They had all those turnovers, and they were they were annoying turnovers. Right? Like, you know, let's say like Jalen misreads something, and, and they throw a pick. It happens, right? You're like, all right, well, it's, it's their fault. But, like, those were fumbles. The ball bounced out of um, Brown's hands on the big play down the field. It was a perfect throw. They had the one at the end where they literally, like, threw it backwards and the commanders picked it up for a touchdown. But then that was just, like, that's kind of – that was kind of the moment where, like, it's just not their night. Yeah, it's weird because they – I don't know about you, but watching that entire game, I felt they would pull it out at yeah. some point. They were 8-0. They felt invincible the, the past couple games. They had snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, and – when that happened, it was finally a realization like, oh, this team can lose a football game. Yeah, and they did. Uh, and that was also when their turnover luck, if you want to call it luck, they they, they decided it was skill. Remember that when they, early in the year they didn't think turnovers were luck? Yeah, they had three turnovers coming into that game. Yeah, and then, well, it's gone the other way since. They've had um, too many turnovers if you go from that game to now. So one of our, our last callers mentioned— They have 15 since then. Yeah, it's a lot. So— he was making the point about building up, right, muscle memory and all that kind of, And he brought up the bench press. Did you hear the number he threw out? He was just using like a like a. He, I think it was like a generic term. He's like, you know, if you bench press two twenty five, could you bench press two twenty five? No, no, I couldn't either. What was when was the last time you bench pressed? High school. Yeah, I. It's been a very long time since I have. I, I mean, I did it in high school, and I guess a little bit after high school into college, maybe when I was in my 20s. There's no shot I could bench press 225. I mean, the bar. I think the bar would fall on my chest if I even tried to do it. Not, not a chance. If you had to say right now, you had to, you, you like had to guarantee you could push the bar up. What's the max weight? One, one rep. Ninety. So you're going low on a guarantee. I think so. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I might be embarrassing myself anyway. But I don't want to embarrass myself and have it end up on my throat. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I I wouldn't be worried about the weight in the. It's, just, it's been a decade. Yeah, like I feel like I might be stronger than I was in high school because I'm about thirty pounds heavier. But but it's also an exercise you haven't done in a very long time. Right. Like I've moved. I've lifted boxes, but. I also live a pretty sedentary lifestyle. <laughs> like, this isn't that physically demanding, believe it or not. You'd be shocked to find out how, how not physically demanding doing this show actually is. 215-592-9494. It gets you aboard here on this Friday night, 8 o'clock. Shermer Rash, CBS Sports Radio will join us. He hosts a giant podcast for Odyssey. Are the Giants playing anyone on, on Sunday? We'll ask Sean coming up here in a few minutes. Your phone calls on their side. Number one seed, the buy or full health. What is more important to you? And what should be more important to the Eagles? It's the buy for me. I mean, it's by far the buy for you. 215-592-9494. We'll take your phone calls coming up. Explicit history from the 2022 Eagles. And we'll let you hear what Brian Dayball had to say. The Giants head coach, when he spoke to the media today, is he revealing anything about his plans for his football team coming up on Sunday? That's next on Sports Radio 94 WIP. One of the things I love about betting on the NFL is that I'm always finding new player or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino is you combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. Perfect for Sunday's games. Let's go under the rushing total for Jalen Hurts. Let's go under the total points for the game. And we got to go in any time touchdown score for Boston Scott, don't we? Considering the opponent, same guy parlay, just many reasons I bet with FanDuel. Look, it's easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet. And FanDuel... When you win, they pay your money fast. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. I really like the FanDuel app. There's no feeling like now in a same-game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook, 
New to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today. Promo code Gilio for your no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Gilio with you. Tucker Bagley behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. On this football Friday night, NFL picks, guess to take, same game parlay. And we'll try to guess every wildcard matchup, including the time for next weekend in the 8 o'clock hour. Until then, your phone calls. We have explosive history for you, 2022 Eagles, as we give you a highlight and you tell us the name that's bleeped out. And what matters more for this Eagles team? What matters more to you? Is it home field advantage or is it full health? If you could choose one of the two, and it's easy for me, I'm choosing the home field advantage and the buy. I mean, since 1990, when the NFL expanded the postseason to six, now we have seven teams, obviously, on each side. Um, the teams that make the Super Bowl, 64 teams have made the Super Bowl since 1990. 76.5% of those teams came from having a bye week. It is enormous to not have to play three games, only have to play two. We could go through all the outliers we want. 2007 Giants, 2011 Giants, 2012 Ravens. Both teams last year obviously played in the wild card round. We could do that. The 05 Steelers. I mean, it's 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 great. I mean, we could we we remember those teams. You don't you don't remember all the teams that have to play three games and can't close the deal because that's hard to do, especially having to do it on the road. And if the Eagles don't win this game on Sunday, they're very likely going to drop to the five seed and. Even if they don't drop to the five seed, like let's let's play it out. Let's say Dallas also loses to Washington. Now I don't think Dallas is going to do that, but let's say somehow, all right, Eagles lose, but Dallas loses anyway. Eagles still win the division. But if the Niners win, the Eagles are not the number one seed, which means they'd have to 
play three games to get to the Super Bowl. They'd play as the number two seed and have a home game next week against the seven, and then they'd play uh, again the next week as a two seed, but then they'd probably play the title game on the road in San Francisco. So that's also not ideal. There is one ideal scenario, a win, and that is equaling the number one seed for the Eagles in the NFC postseason. 215-592-9494. All right, quickly, promised I would uh, let you hear what Brian Dable had to say today. Dable, Giants head coach, a uh, candidate for coach of the year. He was asked, what is he doing? Does he have an announcement? And he was pretty coy with reporters earlier today up in New York. Are you willing to reveal if you're sitting any starters yet? What time is it today? I will be here tonight. Friday evening. I will be here tonight. Friday evening. evening in certain parts. Friday evening. (laughs) Good question. Thanks. Dave, is part of your reluctance for that, um, obviously jokes aside, but you want to finish the week out with, with your guys and yeah. And see where you're at after today's practice. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that, look, every week is, you know, we don't talk a lot about injuries or who's playing. We, we go through the, the week of practice. We do the same thing, you know, week one is, you know, we have our meeting after practice. Joe and I talk, you know, after practice in the evening, Saturday, and we just, that's when we make our decisions. So Brian Dave will basically say nothing there, but they did rule a couple guys out in the injury room. I mean, the Giants are not saying anything. But I think it's pretty clear by, by the, the spread on the game, by their injury report, they're not playing their guys. I mean, they're not playing a lot of their starters. And I, and I would guess, Tucker, that they'll show up with Daniel Jones and show up with Saquon Barkley on the field, maybe. But neither of them will play much in this game. No, and if even if you look at like fantasy projections, like Saquon Barkley in most leagues is projected like five points right now. I think even if they do play and they do suit up, they don't play more than a quarter or a half. I think we're going to see a lot of Tyrod Taylor and Matt Breda in the second half of this game on Sunday. Yeah, I wonder what. Um, so I wonder what they have. Have you seen any Daniel Jones projections? If you go back to the um, the Buffalo days when Dable was there, I think one of those years the Bills were kind of locked into a five-ish seed, um, maybe twenty nineteen, and I believe Allen played the first quarter of that game for Buffalo, and then he was out of the game. So we could also see something like that where. The, um, the the Giants play those guys for a couple series. They don't have any passing props up. Hmm. What are your people doing over there? Oh, the FanDuel people? Yeah. Maybe they know he's not going to play. If he's not going to play, you can't put a prop up for him. That wouldn't make any sense because everyone just bets the unders and they win. Uh, I don't know. The other thing I was wondering, we I think this we mentioned this last night. Howard may have mentioned We talked about it for a few minutes. I wonder if the Eagles would, on, for this game only, go against their normal routine with the kickoff. Right, if they if they think the Giants are starting Daniel Jones and starting Saquon Barkley, but only playing them a series or two, I I think it would lend to if you win the coin toss, just take the football, let me steal a possession, like or maybe they decide okay, we we, we got have a a feeling a guess the Giants are only going to play their starters a quarter. Well, if you get the ball first, couldn't you steal a possession in the first quarter? Couldn't you have two possessions to their one and then those their, their real players only play one possession of the game? I think there's something to that. We'll see if the Eagles act any differently on Sunday with the coin toss as they usually, you know, compared to how they usually do. Rob's in Hatboro. Rob's got a conspiracy theory for us, which I'm excited about. Hey, Rob. Hey, Joe. Hey, Tucker. Love you guys. How you doing? All right. Uh, we're doing well. I'm excited to hear what you have to say tonight. Hey, I have two conspiracy theories, but the first thing I want to say is what are we waiting for? Other than 2008 and 2017, all we do is lose. So we have to play our players, go out there, and win. 
because the buy is the most important thing. So now moving on to my two conspiracy theories, your opinions. Do you think Sirianni wants to play the backup just so he can say he was right and the backup could get the win? And second of all, is Jalen Hurts just staying quiet because he's waiting for a contract and he needs to be a team player? Because we haven't heard anything from him, and he's got to want to play. So the first one, um, you're questioning almost the last couple weeks why they played Minshew, like Sirianni wants to show everyone he could win with him kind of thing? Mostly this weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, I, Rob, I, I would hope this is not his mentality, but I, do, I, do, I did think a couple weeks ago, like heading into the Dallas game, I thought if they could win a couple games, beat Dallas without Hurts, I thought it would lock up the Coach of the Year award for Nick Sirianni. And now I believe he, he may lose that award, whether it be Dable or Kyle Shanahan. I, I no longer think Sirianni is a lock to win Coach of the Year. So I, I don't know if that was in his head or not, but I certainly think that that outcome was plausible had Minshew won a couple of these games. Yeah, I hadn't thought that far ahead about Coach of the Year, but, I mean, how can we not play to win this week? And I've been listening for two weeks now, the pregames and all the callers during the midday and the nighttime. And, by the way, congratulations on moving to the midday. Uh, That's awesome. I can't wait to listen to you there. And um, I didn't think either one of those two games were a lock. And I don't think this – Sunday's a lock either. Yeah, I, I didn't. I thought they'd lose the Dallas game, Rob, to be honest. I, I, I didn't feel good about that game. Now, last week I did think they'd win because I just I thought they could hold the Saints down, and they did, and they basically did, right? They only allowed 13 points. I, I thought they could win, like, you know, 20 to 13 or 20 to 16, but I, I didn't expect the offense to be that bad. They were horrendous last weekend. Yeah, and the bottom line always comes down to the offensive line. Yep. The offensive line will dictate whether you're going to win or lose because it affects the offense, obviously, and it affects the defense, too. If you're three and out, three and out, three and out, the defense is now struggling. Well, it's like the old Chip Kelly days, right? Your defense is on the field, and they can't, and they can't get off, and they're tired because you give them the ball back, and it's a three and out. Yeah, that, that, Rob, that was bad. As far as the Hurts point... I don't know. It is kind of interesting. He didn't speak today. He he usually speaks on Fridays. He di- he he didn't speak. Um, I don't know why he's been so quiet. My my guess is he just doesn't like talking about himself. And all the questions this week obviously would be about him, right? Your shoulder. How do you feel? Do you want to play? I think he's kind of uncomfortable when it's about him. He you know, he always tries to spin it to the team. You're probably right about that. But then again, too, if he were to come back and he were to throw three touchdowns in the first half. He would be in the discussion for MVP, but if he's not allowed to play, there's no chance of that. Well, I, I, you know, I'm sure he's frustrated about that because he probably was going to win the award, and now it's, it's probably going to go to Mahomes. Rob, you ready for explicit history? I'll give it a try. All right, here we go. We are on to Eagles, Colts. Let's let Rob hear it. Motion to the near side. Give. And he is pushing, and he is shoving, and the pile moves, and he has the first down plus four. Five, six. And the Eagles think he fumbled. They ripped the ball out. The Eagles think they have the ball. They ripped the ball out. And T.J. Edwards is on the football. They They do. In that scrum, they ripped the football away from... That is enormous. A game-changing play there in Indy. Rob, who fumbled that ball? Well, I think it was the quarterback, but I don't think... uh, What's his name? The ex... Philly was playing at that time. I can't remember the backup's name. 
No, it actually wasn't the quarterback, Robin. Robert, we appreciate the phone call. I mean, you think about the plays going down the field, kind of like pushing the pile. That was the running back for Indianapolis. That was a turning point in that game. Uh, that The defense that day was played really well because the offense did nothing besides just screw up with penal- a lot of penalties and, and some turnovers for the first, I don't know, you know, 40 minutes of that game. They didn't do anything until the fourth quarter. The defense really saved the day. And remember, going into that game, there was a lot of worry about their running defense stopping that running back. And if I remember correctly, that in that game, the Colts went right down the field the first possession, including the running back breaking a big, yeah, a big gain, right? He had like a 25, 30-yard gain the first possession. I don't think he reached 100 yards for the game. They really buckled down no, after that. No, he had that. a 28-yard run that was as long as finished with 22 carries for 84. Yeah, so, okay, so what's, so basically. So other than that, he had 21 56, for 58, 56. Yeah, I mean, they they did a great job, including that fumble where they uh, they ripped the ball out of his hands and, and kind of swung the game there for, uh, for them. Mark's in Woodbury Heights. Hey, Mark. Joe, congratulations on, uh, you know, soon-to-be midday show. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll be listening every time I'm at lunch. But anyway. I don't think there's enough discussion. You know, is Hurts going to play? He's not going to play this, that, Minshew. Everybody's ripping Minshew. First off, where we are right now and why we are where we are is because of the coaching. Not because Gardner Minshew had a bad game last week. It's because the coaches set up Gardner Minshew for failure last week. Now, did he play well? No, he didn't play well. But they set him up for failure. You know, even with Lane Johnson being out, you still have a really strong offensive line. And you refuse to run the ball. You know, two weeks ago in Chicago, same thing. You refuse to run the ball. I don't want to hear, well, they're doing this, they're doing that. Pound the ball with that line. And you got your quarterback hurt. Yeah, I I just have a lot of questions about the head coach. You know, and and you know what's going to happen, Joe? It's all going to come out in the wash. You, you know, we're going to. Yeah, we're well, gonna... it's funny, but before you go on, before the season started, Mark, in August, I, I, I thought that the biggest question about this team was the head coach because um, I thought the talent was real. I thought I believed Hertz would take a jump. Not that I thought he'd be this good, but I thought he'd take a jump. And I, I just wondered about the head coach, and I still wonder a little bit about the head coach, Mark. He's not bad, but I. I, I do wonder, and I, you're—I mean, you're right about the game plan on Sunday. It was a joke. I mean, Minshew played poorly, joke. but but it was a joke that it took them that long to get Miles Sanders involved. Or and I know Miles Sanders has a, a knee brace now, but they could have run it with Boston Scott. Like he's not the only yeah. running back they have. Yeah, and game well. You could have ran the yeah. ball with those guys. Yep. You know, and it, it, this is not rocket science, Joe. It really isn't. You got a huge offensive line. You got you got Milady, You got Dickerson. You got studs up there and you know you come out throwing the ball against one of the best passing defenses in the league and they're one of the worst uh rush, rushing defenses in the league it's just pure stupidity you know what i'm saying and i don't want to hear any excuses about it i just have a lot of worry about this head coach i do i hope i'm wrong you know he was 13 and one now they're 13 and three um you know, a couple, couple wins against really bad teams. They barely squeaked by you know, the Cardinals, the Colts, uh, the Bears. I, I mean, those teams stink, and you barely beat them. You know, I, 
This does not feel like 2017. That 2017 team was loaded. Peterson was on top of things. Uh, I'm concerned about this team. Yeah, I think now, but will... that to be fair, late in the season, I re- we did have concern, right? Like, well, well, you had one concern, Joe, late in the season. It was Nick. It was Nick Foles. It was, and then it turned out that was the only concern. Though. But, but I remember, but I remember people wondering if Doug could operate without Wentz, right? At that point, we didn't know. We we just we did we because we we didn't separate the right. chicken from the egg, and then obviously and, and six weeks later, we realized he could. But and Foles had two bad games. Yep. right near the end of the season, he had two bad games. But, boy, did Peterson and, and the rest of his coaching staff do a great job by making adjustments to help Foles going forward. And um, I, I, you know, I hope – I just don't feel confident. And, and the team has played so sloppy. Do you agree? Yeah, well, the turnover? the turnover and the penalties, the pre-snap penalties. It is. I mean, what, that, there's a lack of discipline. Yeah, and – There seems like a lack of discipline. Yeah, it does. And, and I, Mark, I, I don't know about you, but I wondered when I saw the pick six last Sunday, my first thought was, has Hertz been covering up more for these coaches than we thought? Like, I don't think yes. that – that doesn't happen if Hertz is on the field. He sees that. And yeah. maybe he runs. Maybe he checks out of it. I don't know, whatever he does. But he doesn't throw that ball as, as Lattimore is just waiting for it. It's a great point. Uh, it, that's a great point. It has has Hurts been so good that he is, you know, masking the deficiencies of the coaching staff. <laughs> that's a great point. I mean, and and it's it's all going to come out in the wash. It always does. It always it does. Always does. Mark, yeah. you ready for explicit history? Yes. All right, let's do it. So we are now where we just went to Indianapolis. That means we are home for Green Bay. We are home for Green Bay. Let's hear it. Back goes Rodgers. He's looking, firing. It's intercepted. It's intercepted. Picked off by his first pick in the NFL. Playing center field, he looked like Gary Maddox back in the day. (laughs) Mark, who made that interception of Aaron Rodgers? Number 32, Blankenship. That's right. Reed Blankenship. Mark, we appreciate it. I gotta, I, if I had a guess, I would say Mark in Woodbury Heights is one of our highest percentage uh, correct answer callers on these. Yeah, I mean, if we had ever thought that this would be going on for like a year now, we probably should have been taking note of it. But Keeping standings? He's always gotten it right. Yeah, he does, a, he does a very good job. Yes, the Blankenship interception. So I guess that's um, as they opened the practice window this week for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. That was the night he got hurt. Yes. So that was Thanksgiving weekend? Like the app post-Thanksgiving? It was the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And now it's, you know, it's January 5th or whatever the date is today, January 6th. So, yeah, that's – he's been on a good – I guess he's playing this weekend? Did they give, they didn't have to give him a designation, right, today? No, because he's technically not on the roster. I believe 4 o'clock tomorrow is the deadline right. for, for making any moves for Sunday. The one thing I think is interesting is they cut Sua Opeta today. They opened a spot. But – they don't have a punter, right? Brett Kern has been on the practice squad, and I don't think Aaron Sipos is ready to come back yet. I wonder if that's a Opeta move is so they can put Brett Kern on the 53-man roster. So are you wondering if we're not actually going to see Chauncey Gardner this weekend? I think if we do, it, I think there's going to have to be another roster move right. to be made. And and they don't have to play Chauncey Gardner-Johnson this weekend, right? They, they just opened his window. And again, this is not like Jalen Hurts with a sprained shoulder. We're talking about a, a player that is, is coming off a lacerated kidney. I mean, just because he's back, does, we don't quite know if he's ready for contact. He could just be running around in practice with a, with a red jersey on or whatever he's doing. I mean, they could make sure they're keeping it, taking it easy on him in practice. So we'll see. I'm, I'm not sure. As far as the Sirianni thing goes, I mean, it was my biggest question mark heading into the season. And I, and I can't sit here and say I think he's done a bad job. I mean, Nick Sirianni has a 13-3 and team. 
that is on the verge, and we've said this for a couple weeks, but on the verge of the number one overall seed in the NFC. He has done a good job overall this year. But I, I think he, it's still fair to call him a question. I, for as good as they are, and this it's very similar to 2017 in this regard. For as good as they've been, they're, they're all still question marks to be heading into the postseason. Like, did we know at this point in 2017 if Doug Peterson could stand up to the best coaches in the playoffs and succeed? We did not. And then he did that with flying colors. Did we know Nick Foles could play at that level or would play? I guess we had a feeling he, maybe he could. But, you know, did he? Did we think he would? And most people did not. So if, if you're still out there questioning Sirianni, and I am still, if you want to see Jalen Hurts play at a super level in the biggest games against the best defenses, on, it's all fair. Like, I, for as good as this team has been, they haven't actually proven anything in the postseason. Like, they have, what, 10 guys? You know, as you go through the roster that have kind of gone through this gauntlet and, and won something, whether it be Graham or Fletcher, Kelsey, you know, obviously Sue in his past stops. But it's still, I mean, a lot of their a lot of their players, especially their most important ones, are still, I mean, how many playoff wins do these guys have? Like between Hertz and Zero, A.J. Brown, I guess a couple with the Titans over the couple. Yeah, one or two. Devontae, obviously none. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of these guys are still newish. Their left tackle, my lot of none. Like, there's a lot of new. Their defense. Is Darius Slaver in a playoff game? Probably not, right? He was in the Lions. Now, last year was his first playoff game. Right. So, so no. Um, was Bradbury on that 2015 Panther team? He might have been. That yeah. might have been very early in his very career. Very early, if he was there and if he was playing. So, that he may have some experience, you know, getting deep to, into the playoffs and into a Super Bowl. But it's, a, it's, a, it's an inexperienced team when it comes to – the highest stage. That's the truth. And I'm sure we're going to talk about This seems like something we will talk about. I, I, I'm interested in talking about it if we're worried about their la- relative lack of inexperience in the playoffs. Um, meanwhile, you know, a team like the 49ers, although their quarterback, probably going to be uh, Purdy, but Garoppolo apparently is, is – there's a chance he's, he's ready for the title game or Super Bowl. They have a lot of experience when it comes to playoffs. I mean, this is, they've been doing this for years now. You know, playoffs, title games, a trip to the Super Bowl. So there is something there. The, the Bills have been through the playoffs a couple teams times now. The, the Chiefs, a lot. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, I would say among the teams with the best odds to win the Super Bowl, the Eagles probably have the most, you know, like the biggest group of important players that haven't done this before. Yeah, I was with Sean Bell maybe last week, and he asked me, who had the best year in Philadelphia in 2022 of all athletes? And I picked Bryce Harper simply for this. And I think it makes sense here. Jalen Hurts still has questions about his ability to be a franchise quarterback, right? Jalen Hurts, for all the great he's done in the regular season, leading them to a 13-1 and record, throwing 22 touchdowns, setting quarterback rushing records for the franchise left and right. Don't we still have questions about his ability to play in the postseason? Well, I think – well, I'll use this example – don't people still question that about Lamar Jackson? And then Lamar in 2019 was in the exact spot Hertz is now, right? He was, you know, I mean, Hertz is not going to win the MVP now, but he was probably going to. Lamar won the MVP. They went, what, 14 and two that team? Yeah. They got bounced in the first round. They've never, or the second round, but their first playoff game. They've never been further since. Yeah, they've never gotten to a conference championship. No. And I think it is, and they're going to give him a contract this offseason no matter what, but I do think it's something that, we should think about and we should consider is we've never seen Jalen Hurts or Nick Sirianni or this really regime, and it's only year two. Things can change. But before we put our full trust in them moving forward, I need to see them win a playoff game. Yeah, and I and I 
that's fair, right? whether or not you, you believe they're going to it. But like, to question that and wonder it, specifically with Sirianni, I, th- I think it's more than fair. 215-592-9494. Big 8 o'clock hour. We still have a few more games, Explicit History, if you want to jump in as we go through the 2022 season. We'll get you up. Sean Morash is going to join us next. WFAN, CBS Sports Radio, and the One Giant Step podcast. What does he think the Giants are going to do? What should they do? And is this team dangerous in the postseason next week? Could we see the Giants here in the divisional round of the playoffs? Talk to Sean coming up. Explicit history. And, of course, we have NFL picks, guest the takes, our same game parlay. By the way, FanDuel got wise to the uh, the Boston Scott Giants thing. They, they know the truth now. Remember, it wasn't, oh, like, wasn't like plus 550 for a touchdown. Or it, was a gi- yeah. it was a giant number last time. Uh, it's not anymore. So we'll get to the same game parlay. And Tucker and I will try to guess the correct matchups and times and days for every NFL playoff game on Wild Card Weekend. All coming up in our 8 o'clock hour on Sports Radio 94 WIP. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.